It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, uh, another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one for a Tuesday. It's the 20th of February. It's 2024 and hope everybody had themselves a fantastic weekend. President's Day was yesterday. Hope you didn't have to work. I have to work, however. In fact, I'm doing the podcast at about 3.30 on President's Day. I actually had to take my daughter to work. Have you ever met my daughter? Olive, you want to come over here for a second? Why don't you all say hello to Olive? She's amazing. Say hello. What do you want to say to the fine people? Anything? Be nice to me, Daddy. She says, be nice to my daddy. How about this? The number one comment I get from the fine people of YouTube is that my hair doesn't look good. What do you think about my hair? Should I shave it? No. You wouldn't like that? Okay. Who's your favorite football team? Chiefs. Who? Chiefs. Say it clearly so the people can hear you. Chiefs. The Chiefs? What about the Lions? Oh, my goodness. Get out of here, you stinker. <laughs> Only because of Taylor Swift. Say that again. Only because of Taylor Swift. Of course. She's big in the Taylor Swift. Anyway, that's Olive. I had to take her to work today because, of course, she has no school. Seems like kids these days never have school. But anyway, let's get to it, shall we? I actually want to give you something that I've been talking about all weekend. I talked about it a little bit last week. It's weird how people react to it. So I want to give this to you. And then at the end of the podcast, if I have time, I need your advice how to fix something in sports because I used to love it, and now it sucks. So we'll get to that as well. Olive, you didn't hear me say that word, did you? Oh, she did hear it. Oh, well, she's heard worse, I'm sure. Anyway, let's get to it because we are at that time of the offseason for the NFL where we're about to hit free agency and the combine and the draft. And there's going to be a lot of movement and a lot of stuff is not going to look the same. And I think we knew this day was coming because the biggest question mark for the Detroit Lions is obviously what to do with the quarterback, Jared Goff. Goff has one more year on his deal. He's at like $27 million. Then you can franchise him if you want to. You could have Jared Goff around for two more seasons, and then you could say goodbye to him. Or you can do what I think they're going to do, extend him. What they should do, extend him. I'm not alone here. Preseason, 
I didn't want to extend Jared Goff. I didn't believe Jared Goff had it in him. I didn't believe Jared Goff was good enough to be the Detroit Lions quarterback. Think about that statement, right? That's what I believe. I was wrong. Jared Goff has proven to me, to you, to the entire world that he's a pretty damn good quarterback. Yes, he has one downfall. When pressure comes his way, he doesn't react well to it. Other than that, when you protect 16, he can shred the opposing team. And that's what he did in the biggest games of the season. Had a great year with the exception of what? At Chicago and at Baltimore and against the Packers on Thanksgiving. At three games. The other 14 were pretty splendid. Beat Matthew Stafford in a playoff game. He was awesome in that game. Beat Baker Mayfield and the Bucks in the divisional game. And if we're being completely honest, they probably should have won the NFC title game. It wasn't really Goff's fault that they blew a 17-point lead in the second half to the 49ers. Jared Goff deserves to be extended. And last week, it was late last week, Dave Burkett wrote the article. It was in the free. Burkett does a great job covering the Lions. And he said the following. Detroit Lions Jared Goff worth $50 million a year on a new deal. What's the alternative? So Goff was down at the Super Bowl, and he was talking to people in Vegas. And one of the people that he talked to was Boomer Esiason, who works for Odyssey, this company. He works on a morning show at WFAN in New York. And, of course, he works for CBS as well in halftime, pregame, postgame. So Burkett's talking to Boomer. And I think Boomer knows what he's talking about here. Here is the quote from Boomer Esiason when asked about extending Jared Goff. Quote, what's the alternative? I mean, Daniel Jones makes $41 million a year. He got a two-year contract for $82 million guaranteed. So that's where we're starting. And here's a guy that should have won the game against San Francisco. Unquote. He's talking about Jared Goff. What Boomer Esiason believes Goff is going to earn is four years to $100 bucks. That's $50 million a season. And when you catch your breath and when you stop gasping, you got to realize we knew this was coming. We knew that it was going to cost you this. The salary cap will always go up every year. Lions have cap space. Don't be taken aback by the $50 million a year. Don't say he's not worth it. Because as soon as you pay Goff, he'll be the highest paid quarterback maybe in the NFL for all of three days. Then they'll pay somebody else. That's the going rate for a good quarterback. But to tell you the company Jared Goff is going to be in if he signs four years, 200 million, 50 mil a season, he's going to be with Joe Burrow, 55 million. He's going to be with Justin Herbert, who makes 52 and a half million a season. He's going to be with Lamar Jackson, who makes $52 million a season, and Jalen Hurts, who makes $51 million a season. He's also going to be in the realm with Patrick Mahomes, who restructured his contract, and over the next four years, he's going to get $210 million. Now, before you say Goff isn't those guys, you might be right. But Burrow has made a Super Bowl. So is Jared Goff. Herbert, what has he done? You're paying that guy on potential alone. $52.5 million, he hasn't done squat. Jared Goff's done a hell of a lot more. Lamar Jackson is a two-time MVP winner. 
Hasn't done much in the postseason. Goff has done more. And Jalen Hurts, $51 million a season, made a Super Bowl. Goff has made a Super Bowl as well. So I do believe Goff is in the same group as the guys that I mentioned. And before you get on your high horse and say, oh, my God, if you can't protect this guy, he's going to stink. I think a lot of quarterbacks are like that. I think the Lions could have paid Jared Goff last year. They could have got him for cheaper, obviously. They could have saved themselves some money. They could have re-signed maybe more of the people they want to keep. But I do believe they decided to make Goff prove it. As Jim Costa says, it was the prove it tax. Could have got him cheaper last year. Maybe I got him for $43 million a season. This year, it's going to be about $50 million a season. But you know what? There's going to be no worries when you sign him because he proved it to you. He was awesome all year long. He was awesome in the postseason. I believe that Brad Holmes needed to see it, just like we needed to see it. I think you got to pay Jared Goff. I do. And then you got to worry about how to protect Jared Goff. Because with that contract comes a guarantee by the Lions that they got to keep putting resources into the offensive line. They could be losing both guards this year. Graham Glasgow could be gone. Jonah Jackson could be gone. Frank Ragnow is banged up. And Taylor Decker allowed nine sacks last season, and he's about to be in the last year of his contract. So when you re-sign Jared Goff, you obviously have to keep building the offensive line, which, by the way, I think Brad Holmes is going to do regardless. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a going rate. I have absolutely no problem with it. And this coming from a guy, myself, that never thought Jared Goff was going to be the guy. I thought it was a bridge quarterback, just like you probably thought he was a bridge quarterback. So here's the weird thing, though. After we saw Goff do what he did, after the Jared Goff chance, you couldn't walk into Meyer, Kroger, Walgreens, or CVS, or the airport without hearing Jared Goff. They were chanting his name everywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At that Rams game, it was like nothing I've ever seen before. Detroit fell in love with golf. The Bucks game, the exact same thing. At the Niners game, when the Lions were up 17, you could hear the Jared Goff chants. This city loves the guy. But here's the weird thing. When I bring this extension up on the radio, and I've done it twice now, I did it Thursday night, and I had to work a Sunday show. It was a four-hour show. I did it for two hours with packed phone lines. You would not believe how many people don't want to pay golf. You would not believe how many people want to go find a different quarterback. Now, whether that quarterback is Hendon Hooker, who currently is the backup for the Lions, has not played in an NFL game, whether that quarterback doesn't exist yet on the Lions. I had a guy call up on Sunday, say, go get Michael Penix Jr. You could get him maybe late in the first round. He could be your quarterback. It's wild. Jared Goff is given Detroit. Everything you've ever wanted with the exception of a Super Bowl appearance and a Super Bowl championship. He won the playoff game. He's going to get a statue. 
He won two playoff games. He beat Matthew Stafford. He did what nobody else could do. He did what Matthew Stafford could do in 12 years. And now you don't want to extend him? How do you go from falling in love with the guy a month and a half ago to, now nah, we can find somebody better? Listen, I understand. Goff ain't mobile. And that seems to be the one quality that all of Detroit wants in their QBs. They want to be able to extend plays. They want to be able to invert pressure. They want to be able to keep a play alive when the pressure's coming right at you. Jeremy Goff isn't going to do it. He's going to throw the football away. But I think it's weird. In a place like Detroit, where we just experienced the greatest season of our lifetime, there is a significant amount of people that do not want to re-sign Jared Goff. They'd rather pay him next year at what he's making at $28 million or so. They're okay franchising him in a couple of years. I don't think people understand that if you don't extend him, the relationship between QB and team is going to get a little sour. It might get a little dicey. And it might not work out the way you want it to work out. He's done everything you've needed to see and more. Extend him. Pay him the 50 mil a year. Salary cap's going to go up every year. Of course you got guys you want to re-sign. Panay Sewell, Aiden Hutchinson, Amon Ross St. Brown. But Jared Goff is this team. Your window is right now. You don't want to be one of those teams that has every other piece but the QB. Is Goff perfect? Absolutely not. But he's good enough to win you a Super Bowl. I think he's proven that. And I can't fathom what a lot of these people are thinking where they're like, nah, 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 not going to pay him $50 million, not worth it, doesn't deserve it. Hell no, are you high? No way it's going to happen. So I want to know where you're at. Comment section, please. Are you paying Goff? Four years, $200 million. 50 million a season. A lot of money. No question about it. Are you paying Jared Goff? Or are you going with option B? That's the other thing, by the way. Nobody can tell you what option B is. All the people that call up the radio station or text in or go on social media or just voice their opinion that Goff isn't worth 50 million. All those people, they don't have a plan B. What's the alternative? Like Boomer Esiason said, what's the alternative? Who's your quarterback? You tell me. Is it Hendon Hooker? Are you drafting somebody? Are you trading for somebody? Are they going to be better than Jared Goff? I don't get it. I don't understand where Detroit is on this one. So comment section, please. Let me know. And while you're at it, please rate, review, follow the podcast. I would be ever so grateful. Also. I wanted to get to this before we let you go. I don't know if you watched over the weekend. You probably did. Michigan, Michigan State played, uh, whatever. Absolutely pathetic, embarrassing for Michigan that Spartan fans invaded Chrysler and were chanting, go green, go white, and yelling at Doug McDaniel to do his homework when he was at the free throw line. That was embarrassing that Michigan allowed that to happen. Such an embarrassment, but you know this already. But during the Michigan, Michigan State game, it was the NBA All-Star Weekend. So you had the three-point contest, and then you had the dunk contest. And Mac McClung won the dunk contest again. He dunked over Shaq, all right? I love the dunk contest, always have. 
Every year I watch in hopes that it's going to be better. Every year I watch in hopes that somebody gets super creative. Guys, we need somebody to save the dunk contest. Rule number one, you're not allowed to dunk over anybody anymore. That's been done. It was done 17 times on Saturday night. Rule number two, let's get my daughter's right there. So I'm going to whisper it. Fucking creative. Matt McClung is a G leaguer. He's not even an NBA guy. Take the year, go get yourself a choreographer and come up with the greatest dunk ever. Be the dunk guy. Be the dunk champion. I used to think there were two guys in sports that were the coolest. The fastest man in the world, whoever won the Olympic gold for the 100 meter dash, and the dunk champion. Now, I don't think society cares about either guy. The dunk contest needs to be brought back. The problem is every dunk has been done. I get it. I need to know how to save this event. I want to be responsible for saving this event. Do you want to light the basketball on fire, dunk that? That would be kind of cool. Do you want to put together a little skit? Do you want to use drones? I don't know. It needs to be saved. It's worth saving. So in addition to how you feel about Jared Goff, I want to hear from you. How do you save the dunk contest? I think Mac McClung needs to take the next year and figure out how to come up with the greatest dunk in the history of the world that will for all time be known as the dunk that saved the dunk contest. That needs to happen. So let me know. It's a travesty where it is currently. Used to be so good. Used to gather with all your buddies and watch. I mean, granted, that was a long time ago. I understand that. But the dunk contest used to be so awesome. And now it's such an embarrassment. As I wave to a couple guys walking by. Get back to work, fellas. So let me know where you're at on that. All right, let's get to some comments and then enjoy the rest of your day. So the last podcast was all the way back on Friday. It was a little unrealistic, I admit it. But it was all about Chris Jones, the great defensive tackle for the Chiefs, and a publication saying that Detroit could be a destination for Chris Jones if the Chiefs don't franchise him. If he doesn't get franchised by the Chiefs, maybe the Lions could swing a deal to bring in the best defensive tackle in football. Like, you ask any Lions fan, what is your number one wish in free agency? And it would be, of course, Chris Jones. Odds of it happening, not great. I would assume Kansas City franchises the man, but we did a podcast on it anyway. Here's some of the comments. Duger Ozvinger, 9978, says, Seems most real fans are pretty abreast of how Holmes and company go about business and equally important how they don't. Signing big-named overpriced free agents is not how Brad and the front office uses their cap space. Detroit will not be signing or trading for guys like Jones or Ramsey or Jefferson or Matabuque or Reddick, et cetera, et cetera. Resign Glasgow, extend Goff and Amon, and get on with two things. And he meant winning a ring. There are guys that you overpay for. And yes, the Lions have done that in the past, without a doubt. Chris Jones would not be one of them. Chris Jones, one of the best players in all of football. And he's only 29 years old. 
So if you had a chance, which you don't have a chance, because I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's very realistic. However, if you legitimately had a chance, you do that in a heartbeat and you pay the man whatever he wants because he could change your defense just like that. They'll snap again and you'd be winning a Super Bowl. So I disagree with that ticket texter. How about this one? From Lars Pike, 91.99. Y'all going to pay him $30 million annually? Nah, I didn't think so. This screaming fool has no clue. Resign the sun god. Well, I happen to be the screaming fool. I don't think I'm screaming. It might be more yelling than screaming. Second of all, again, you might not understand football. He's the reason the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Now, yes, Mahomes is up there too. But that defense was sensational. And Chris Jones, when it mattered the most in the Super Bowl, was lights out awesome. So again, $30 million in a second. You make it work under the cap. You could still re-sign Amon Ross St. Brown. Again, I don't think it's going to happen. But the reaction of people are like, oh, no, definitely not. Like, watch a football game every now and then. Then one more for you. Lou Provenzano says, no, never going to happen. Too much money. Stupid to even talk about. Boo! Clean sweep. Everybody disagrees. Usually, I don't want to tell people what to think. I want you to think what you want to think. However, here's the deal. You're all wrong on this one. If it was a possibility, you do it in a heartbeat. But it's probably not. So you don't worry about it. Anyway, that's going to do it. We'll catch you tomorrow on a Wednesday on the Daily Ticket. Goodbye, everybody.